Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This conference will... All right, again, so we're going to get started at 9.02 Eastern Time. That's 8.02 Central. And if you'd like to watch this live, we're posting it now on our Facebook page, on our Wrestling Mindset Facebook page. It says Live Z Fanatical Fitness Class. <laughs> that is not true. This is Live Wrestling Mindset Monday. So if you'd like to watch it now live, you could always take a look at that. Again, go to our Facebook page, Wrestling Mindset. Click the first link, and that's us live. Mm. Again, 9.02 will start, 9.02 Eastern Time, so just give us another two minutes. We want a chance to make sure all of our callers from around the country can hop on. Make sure in the meantime, you get out a piece of paper and a pen. Remember, you are not mindset training. You're not taking notes. Grab that piece of paper and pen. Another two minutes, get your parents, get coaches, teammates, friends. The more people, the better. You want to have a nice, well oiled everyone being on the same page. Okay, so stay with us. We're going to have another great Mindset Monday. Another great Mindset Monday. Coming up. Again, make sure we have our pens, our paper. If you'd like to watch this live on our Ustream page, go to our Wrestling Mindset Facebook group. And the first link, click that. There we are, live. And welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach. I got my ear to the phone today instead of going with the, um, with the headset like I normally do because I heard last week it wasn't, um, it wasn't. We want to make sure we're on point with that. Okay, so bringing you the mindset, wrestling-specific mindset information anywhere in the world. Okay, our goal is to help you wrestle your best. You want to wrestle your best. We want to help you wrestle your best. So our goals are in line. We have the same exact vision. How do we do it? That's the question. Well, 
People say the sport's between 70 to 90% mental, yet everyone trains about 95% physically. What do we do to bridge that gap? Consistent mindset training, and that's what wrestling mindset is all about. Consistent mindset training. Just like the technique, just like your strength, you have to do it year-round. Okay, and this Mindset Monday, these Mindset Mondays, these are introductions to our program. This is not the program itself. Doing the calls, going on the calls is great, but that's not enough. You have to be training your mindset on a regular basis, going through our exercises, our activities, our worksheets. Make sure you check out our website, wrestlingmindset.com. There you're going to find our gold program year-round, once a week, one-on-one phone sessions with our mindset coaches. That's the key. That's where you're going to really see the improvement when you're actually putting in the time doing the exercises, challenges, and worksheets. This is just a nice little introduction for that so you could see what we're all about. Okay, so again, make sure you check out our website, wrestlingmindset.com. If you have any questions, email us, wrestlingmindset at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Right now, you could watch this call live if you go to our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page, Wrestling Mindset. Our fan page, you go on there, the first link on there, you click it, that's us live. So that's another way you could do this if you'd like, instead of listening in on the phone. Okay, so tonight we're talking about probably the biggest mental mistake that wrestlers, athletes, and people make in their lives, and that's the fear of failure. Overcoming the fear of failure, overcoming the fear of mistakes, wrestling mindset, our third principle, I have no fear of losing or making mistakes. That's got to be something ingrained in your head. That's what separates the average people from the great ones. Most people, see, we're taught at a young age in school. You know, as kids, we don't think about failure, okay? When you think back to, if you could remember, back to when you're, you know, six, seven years old, you're learning how to ride a bike. You fall many, many times, but you keep getting back up. You keep trying because all you're thinking about is riding that bike. That's the attitude you take when you're a kid. You don't care about falling down. You don't care about scraping up your knees. All you care about is being able to ride the bike. When you first learn how to dive into a pool, you're scared. You do a couple belly flops too. But you keep going and keep going until you get the dive down, right? And it happened also when you were younger. If any of you have kids or have a younger sibling, I have a, I have a, a little niece. She's learning to walk right now. And you're going to take some falls. But you keep getting back up. As a kid, you understand this that mistakes and failure are part of the process. But what happens? Somewhere along the lines, somewhere along the way, things change. And all of a sudden, failures and mistakes are not okay. And probably a lot of it has to do with school. In school, you're constantly, you know, you're penalized for making mistakes. You know, you get a question wrong. You know, um, you get a bad grade on your test. We get laughed at by friends sometimes. We get talked to by teachers and our parents. And we start to we start to make a negative connection in our head to mistakes. When we're younger, when we start off, our eyes are on the prize. We're just thinking about walking. We're thinking about riding the bike. We're thinking about swimming or diving into the pool. All we're thinking about is our objective, what we're trying to accomplish. But then, like I said, somewhere along the line, something changes, and we start to negatively associate. Um, We negatively associate. We put the pain attached to losing and making mistakes, being rejected. And if you want to be successful, You have to unlearn that. You have to unlearn that negative connection and get back to your roots where it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. That doesn't mean you're trying to make mistakes. The kid who's trying to walk is not trying to fall. The kid who's trying to ride a bike 
is not trying to scrape his knees up and fall on the ground, but the person, but they're willing to take the hit. They're willing to get knocked down. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about that. We just released an unbelievable video today about overcoming the fear of failure. And Arnold Schwarzenegger talks kicked off there for a second, but again, Arnold Schwarzenegger said he was always willing to fail. He was always willing to look bad in front of people. That's the only way you're going to achieve the, the great results, okay? So it's okay to, it's okay to lose. We, we accept that we might lose. We accept that we might make mistakes, but we're not afraid of it. We're not going to let that cripple us from taking action. So we have to break that negative association with making mistakes and with losing, and we have to get back to life as a child. As a kid, get back to that childlike focus, single focus on what you're trying to accomplish, all right? And what you're trying to accomplish is executing your technique, taking that focus off wins and losses and records and rankings and predictions, and going single-minded focus on executing your technique. That's what you're trying to do, okay? The greatest warriors of all time, the Spartans, the Samurais, the Aztecs, and even, you know, military U.S. military, what makes them, what separates them, what makes them great warriors is that they're not afraid to die in battle, okay? They're not afraid to die in battle. I'm not saying they want to die. None of them want to die, but they're not afraid to go down in battle. Now, we're talking about, we're talking about wrestling here. Think about Allen Iverson's interview where he's like, we're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice, not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Well, it's the same thing with wrestling. We're not talking about your life. We're not talking about your life. We're talking about a match. We're talking about a match. I mean, how silly is that? We're talking about a match, not life. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Your, your wrestling match is a, is a big microcosm of your entire life. So don't build it up like it is your life. Yes, it's something that we care deeply about. We all are serious about wrestling. We're not saying that. But, again, the greatest warriors in the world, not afraid to lose their life. Because, you know, they're focused on their objective. The same thing with wrestling. You can't be afraid to lose that match or make mistakes. You have to take chances. It doesn't mean do anything. It doesn't mean you're doing things stupid, but it means you're getting after it. You're attempting your best moves. You're not willing to just sit back and ride the guy. You're not willing to just dance on your feet and just counter your opponent. You're looking to hit your best techniques on them. So as we spoke about it uh, these past couple weeks, your focus is on your power offense. When you're on neutral, your top two to three shots. On top, your best two to three turns and pins. And on bottom, your best two or three escapes, rides, and escapes and reversals. So focusing on your power offense, that's exactly where you want to be. Okay, so that's what you're focused on. That's your objective. So that's one of the things that makes these warriors, the Spartans, Aztecs, Samurai, and the U.S. military. They're willing to put it all on the line. They're willing to put their life on the line. And the other thing is they know what they believe in because they know what they stand for. What they stand for is more important than their life. So the samurai, their honor is more important to them than their life. Well, the same thing. You have to make it more about the way you wrestle. Okay, we spoke to Cliff Moore. Edinburgh is one of the teams that we work with. Adam, um, Cliff Moore was the NCAA champ for Iowa. And we asked him, we asked him about what was his mental edge, what separated him mentally from other people. And he said, more importantly than winning or losing, okay, so take this from an NCAA champ, not me, <laughs> okay? Cliff Moore told us what separated him was that it was more important the way he represented himself on the mat 
than if he won or lost the match. So the way he wrestled, being aggressive, not giving up, staying positive, that was more important to Cliff Moore than winning or losing the match. And as a result, he was an NCAA champion. Okay? Don't, don't mistake that. Make sure you get that, that cause of arrow pointing in the right direction. His attitude caused the wins. The wins did not cause his attitude. And I'm going to say that again because I think that's real important. Cliff Moore's attitude, the focusing on how he represents himself, full-out effort, staying positive, being aggressive, that was more important to him than winning or losing. And as a result, he won more. It's not that he won a lot so he changed his attitude. His attitude changed his outcome. Okay, so that's a big point. Your attitude, what you're focused on. And Cliff Moore, he's a great example. He was in the NCAA Finals. He was up by a point with 45 seconds left in his match. And he got a takedown in the last 10 seconds, the last 15, 10, 15 seconds of the match. So he stayed offensive even while he was winning in the NCAA Finals. Why? Well, it's real easy. It's, it's, real, it's a no-brainer if you're looking at where he's coming from. His attitude is it's more important the way he represents himself than winning or losing. Now, most people out there, if you're like most people out there, like how I was when I was competing, I was thinking about winning the match. So if you're up by a point and it's the national finals and you're thinking about winning the match, you're going to stall out. You're going to just circle and not do anything. Don't give up the big, don't give up the home run. Don't make any mistakes. But if you're thinking about representing yourself well, if you're thinking about your honor, if you're thinking about the way you want to wrestle, you're going to continue to attack the man. Maybe one or two times out of ten, that causes a bad result. Maybe one or two times out of ten, you get scored on. But at least you went down your way. At least you lived the way you want to live. You didn't, you didn't play not to lose. You didn't, you didn't live with fear. So it's all about shifting your focus from that fear of mistakes, that fear of losses, into what are you trying to do? How do you want to wrestle? How do you want to compete? And that's why our match evaluation, I think, is so important that we gave in the past couple weeks, making sure you have that match evaluation sheet, going through it, and really making sure you take care of those little actions, those little things you could do right on a regular basis. That's more important than the wins and losses. You see that all the time. I mean, you know, an Iowa guy might win a match, and Brands is chewing him out after the match. And to a lot of people, they don't understand that. Well, he's focused more on the way they compete rather than the outcome. And that's why Tom Brands was an Olympic champ, because he's focused on the actions. He's not just focusing on if you get your hand raised or not. Steve Mako, when he won the Midlands as a freshman, he won it as a freshman. Huge tournament. He comes off the mat, and Brands says to him, clock watcher. You can't be a clock watcher. You're watching the clock the whole third period. He didn't say... Man, Steve Mako, you're awesome. You just won Midlands as a freshman. That's awesome. You have such a bright future. No, he was pissed at him. And why? Because the way he competed. And it's not that he wrestled a bad match, but he just had some, you know, a mental lapse in the third period. He let his foot off the gas, which a lot of us do. So think like an Olympic champion. Focus on the things that you're going to, that you're going to do. Focus on the things you want to do, not just on the outcome of the match. That separates you from all your opponents. Okay, so you shift your focus, you shift your attitude, and you're going to change your destiny. Okay, and again, you look at those best, those best warriors. They're not afraid to lose. And even the best wrestlers, let's bring it back home to wrestlers. Dave Schultz, okay, the fox catcher guy, he said, if you watch his interview, type in 
YouTube his, his Olympic finals match, 1984 Olympics, Dave Schultz, Olympic finals. And before the match, he says, he, he said in his interview, I'll tell you, uh, more than anything, he said, I'm a Christian. And more than winning or losing the match, it's about, it's about totally giving my all in the match. So he's thinking, I mean, he brings up his religion. So what does that mean? He's focused on what he believes about the world. He's focused on, you know, he wants to hit his moves. He wants to be aggressive. And he says it in his interview, it doesn't mean doing anything stupid, but if I can hit 30 moves in the match, I want to hit it. If there's something that's open, I want to do it. He's focused on the big picture of how he wants to represent himself, just like Cliff Moore. So any of these lessons that we bring up, don't just take it from Gene and Jeff Zanetti. We're studying the best people in the world. We're studying the best people in the country, the best people in the world. If you want to be great, don't reinvent the wheel. Do what the best people do. Just copy the best people. Success always leaves clues. And if you just follow those clues, you follow the footsteps of successful people, you could have wild success just like them. The hard part is most of your friends, most of your coaches, most of your family are not on the same journey. They're going to be taking advice from other local people. You need to set your sights higher. Look at what the best people are doing, these wildly successful people. You know, when you say be realistic, well, be realistic to your friends and family is probably very different than realism, according to Bill Gates or Michael Jordan or Picasso or to um, Little Wayne. But I bet you what? But I bet you this, that if you look at those wildly successful people, Bill Gates, Michael Jordan, Little Wayne, their, their version of what's realistic is probably much more similar. Okay, so don't be, don't be realistic compared to your local family and friends and, and community. Be realistic based on what the best people in the world are doing, the most successful people. You know, if you, if you think like the normal chickens, you're going to be a chicken. If you think like the, the hawks soaring high in the sky, you're going to be a hawk, right, being that predator wrestler. So, again, making sure our, our realism is in line with the best people and, and read any success book, any success book, the most, the most successful people, they're willing to fail. They're willing to make mistakes because they're focused on their ultimate objective. So do that. Forget about the wins and losses. Don't define your performance based on that. It's fo- keep the focus on what you were trying to achieve. That's the way you overcome that fear of failure. Okay? What, how you do in this one particular match or this one particular tournament does not, does not define you as a person, and it does not define you as a wrestler or your wrestling career. You might think it does now. Ask wrestlers who are done. Those one performances don't entirely define who you are or what kind of wrestler you are. Okay? We'll open up the lines now for some questions. We will see where we're at now. Okay, so we got the lines open. We have time for about two or three questions. If you're not talking, if you could please mute your line so everyone can hear. Any questions? Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, uh, Danny Hedden from South Plainfield Wrestling. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, man. Um, I, I've been following you guys a lot. I know CJ, my friend, goes to you guys. Tells me nothing yeah. good things. Um, I was, you know, I'm I'm in the regions this weekend. Um, yeah. I'm a two-time state qualifier. I'm just wondering, you know, to beat those guys that how to be, how to beat those guys. That um that are right right around my right around the same same area. How, how to jump that next level? 
how to jump to the next level? Okay, so it's it's going against guys that you've wrestled before, or you're saying just how do you how do how do you exceed what you did last year? Yeah, no, in the finals I lost to a kid that's beat me twice before last year, and um, okay, luckily last year in the regions um, I I came back for I fall back for third. I won two matches in a loser bracket, but um, but this year I just, I kind of I just want to I want to stay clean in each match, and I just wanted to. Know. If you guys have any advice, you know, on, on just stay, on just staying focused and and warm up and and how to how to beat those guys those close, close matches. Okay, excellent question. All right, I'm gonna mute the line so I can answer you well. Okay. okay. An excellent question there. So, how do we overcome the hump if we've wrestled people who've beaten us in the past, or you know, doing better than we did last year? That that kind of stuff. Well, it really starts with having a different mindset than you did in past years, okay? One thing you have to remember is the past does not equal the future. That's key. It sounds simple. It sounds like it's common sense, but the past does not equal the future. Every day is a brand-new opportunity. Every match is a brand-new match. And maybe you wrestled a kid last year, or maybe you wrestled a kid last week, and you have to wrestle them again this week, okay? It's not that big of a deal. Think back. Think about practice. When you practice every day, you probably wrestle with the same three or four partners every day or every other day. You wrestle the same guys all the time on a regular basis. And then think about your club practices. Again, you're probably wrestling live the same three or four guys every time. And chances are throughout the day, you're not really thinking much about it. You're not thinking, oh, man, I got to wrestle this kid again. And what does he do? And what did he do to me yesterday? We kind of just treat every practice as a new day. We do a great job of treating the club as just a new day we're talking about when we go live. But for some reason, when it comes to matches and tournaments, we stop doing that. We stop doing what works for us in practices and at club. We start thinking, well, who is this guy and what did he do to us last time and how are things? You know, we're thinking a lot about the past. Well, if we don't normally do this in practice or at club, why would we change it up for matches or a tournament? Okay, so that's a big thing. And, and look, I know a lot of if you're a Jersey wrestler, you have the regions this week. You know, if you're NCAA wrestler, you got um, the conference tournament coming up in two weeks. The way you get better results this year is by having a different mental outlook to everything. Have a different mindset going in. Chances are last year we made a big deal about it. We said, man, this is the regions or this is the conference tournament. Don't look at it like that. It's just live wrestling. It's just another day of live wrestling. And a lot of you, you're getting great competition in your practice room or at your club on a regular basis. So you're wrestling that region tournament or you're wrestling that, quali- that qualifier tournament, that Big Ten, that EIWA tournament. You're wrestling that tournament all the time in practice or at your club. You're wrestling the same kind of quality guys. So don't make, don't make the regions or the, or the NCAA qualifier into a big deal. It's just another day of live wrestling, okay? Not worrying about rankings, records, seedings, predictions. A lot of that stuff's going to start coming out. You can't care about that. It's just focusing on unnecessary stuff. Let your opponents care about that because now that's an easy advantage you have over them. Whoever's seeded where or whoever's predicted to win the tournament, that doesn't mean anything. Whoever won the last meeting, that means nothing, Okay. Your best takedown, like we said, your power offense, your best two or three moves on top, best two or three moves on bottom, best two or three takedowns on your feet, they don't change whether you're the top seed or the bottom seed. 
okay? The, the way you're going to take someone down, the way you're going to turn them, that stays the same. Your first move on top and bottom shouldn't change whether you're predicted to win the tournament or whether your opponent is. It shouldn't matter if this person beat you last time or if you beat them the last five times. You're still focused on your power offense. Think about it. Look at someone like Jordan Burroughs. He doesn't care who you are, where you're from, what you did. He's going to double you anyway, okay? Well, think about it. That's why Jordan Burroughs is who he is, because he doesn't care about that. He's just going to double you, okay? <laughs> Look around. David Taylor. He doesn't care who you are, where you're from, you know, what you did, or, you know, what happened last time. He's going to ankle pick you anyway. Same thing with Kale Sanderson. And don't, don't think that you're totally unlike them. Think about your best takedown. You have to be hell-bent on your best takedown. You have to be hell-bent on your best turn on top. You have to be hell-bent on your first move on bottom and the other two or three moves you're going to be doing to attempting to get out. So shift your focus onto that. Okay? Nothing, none of that changes, whether you won or lost. Stay focused on your power offense and feel good. You should be feeling good all the time. So throughout the week, watch comedies, watch funny movies or funny YouTube clips. Have fun. Stay relaxed. Keep your mental battery charged. As I always say, you only have so much mental, physical, and emotional energy. So you have to keep it charged. You don't need to be getting extra workouts in these, these next two weeks. Okay? Like I said, if you, if you want to get a lift in early in the week, you know, on a Monday or Tuesday, okay. But other than that, there shouldn't be a lot of extra workouts this week. That's just not how it works. You know, you've got to let feel dictate. Feel good this week. And then when you're warming up for your matches, in your pre-match routine, do something. I mean, physically do something to remind yourself you're having fun. Throw in a cartwheel. Joke around with a friend. You know, do something to listen to a funny song on your, on your, on your, um, your music. Okay? Have fun things you do while you're warming up. And you should be able to smile when you're out there on the mat. I'm not saying you're going to be holding a smile and laughing throughout your match. You should have that good feeling while you're wrestling, even if you're in a tight match, that you have that, that smile where it's not that you're smiling for the crowd or to look good or to laugh at something, but just like you have that internal smile where you smile for yourself because you feel good. You like wrestling. Okay, so it's, it's physically do things in your pre-match routine. Physically do things throughout the week to have fun. Physically do things in a match, like a smile during a match to remind yourself to have fun. Ed Gutnick, before the state finals, he was a state champ, his, and he was a very serious wrestler overall, rarely made mistakes, and the, his senior year where he jumped levels to be a state champ, the biggest difference, he started taking the mood much lighter. He was joking around, laughing. Before his state finals match, he was, you could see him on the big screen on, in the arena. He's laughing hysterically. His coach must have told him the joke. He's laughing, clapping his hands right before, like while he's on the mat like five seconds before he shook hands for the state finals. He was keeping the mood light and fun. And his senior year, the funny thing is, as he kept the mood lighter, yeah, he made a few more mistakes. He got taken down a few more times, but he started mauling dudes. He started killing people. And it's because he kept the mood light. He kept it fun. So let's, let's make sure we do that. The best way to jump levels from last year to this year is by taking a different attitude, having a different mindset that you did in the past. One that keeps the mood light, keeps it fun, and not focused on winning titles or qualifying for the state or qualifying for the NCAA tournament. Keep the mood light and focus on your objective, just like the kid who's trying to focus on walking or riding a bike or diving into a pool or swimming. 
keep the focus on your power offense, just like Jordan Burroughs would do, just like David Taylor would do, just like Dave Schultz would do. Okay, again, don't, don't take it from me. Take it from the very best people in the world. Again, Wrestling Mindset, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you email us with any questions, wrestlingmindset at gmail.com. Great that you guys are taking notes. We're seeing a lot of notes being taken here. Make sure you take a look at our gold program. Once a week, one-on-one phone sessions. Do the exercises, activities, and worksheets that the best wrestlers in the country and your state are doing. Got to be doing this stuff. This is what separates you from other people. Again, the guys that we've been working with since the summer and since last year, this week is a review. So a lot of people are, are hearing a lot of these messages for the first time. The guys we're speaking to regularly, they really get it. And we're talking to those guys on the phone, and they're feeling great for this week. So if you feel like you're one of the guys who's you know, real nervous for this upcoming week or really panicking, you've got to be doing the program regularly. I'm telling you, the people who are doing that, this week it's just a review, and they're feeling great. So we want you to be those guys when you're competing out there. Make sure you give it a, a real look, WrestlingMindset.com. And reminder, just stay with us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you follow us. Any questions you have, make sure you get at us. Okay, I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach. Make sure you stay with us next week. Mindset Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.